Alrighty, we are back again. Layman's terms, another episode. We're not done yet. I'm here with my guy Nikki Blades. Um so other than a fucking amazing hairstylist, is that how do you like term it? You just hairstylist? Well, we're restricted from color, so basically I'm a barber, but now that I've phased out of like traditional barbering, which was the uh Alfie's barbershop in downtown Melbourne, so we were kinda like premier, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we were still doing a lot of fashion cuts, but phased into basically, uh, I phased into the salon life. So now I'm doing like more women's pixies and short hair and long hair and mm-hmm. mid-length hair. So yeah, I guess barber stylist. Okay. I mean, either way. you. Do That's what I always way. wanted anyway. I didn't yeah. really t- like, oh, I do phase, bro. That's it. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm better with scissors. Damn good with scissors. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to check out some of his work, go on his Instagram. You want to shout it out real quick? Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's uh, Nikki, at Nikki Blades, um, just on Instagram or uh, Facebook or whatever, but I'm not really on there anymore. So Instagram's good. Cool. Cool. Fair enough. He's got a nice portfolio of people he's taking care of, me included. Uh, I walked in there with a mop today, and he got me right, so... So when did that kind of start for you as, like, a big thing that you wanted to, like, pursue more of kind of on a full-time basis? Well, not necessarily full-time. because we'll, yeah. Like how it started or why it started or when it started? Whichever one of those you wanted. <laughs> uh, basically, I just freaking hated my life. <laughs> but uh, I was cutting fruit at Publix. It was so weird. But then somebody that I knew was like, hey, you know, uh, you should go barber school it's like really cool right now like I could get you a really cool job with uh, Peter Coppola and I was like you can travel around I was like really and I don't know I play music so I was like that sounds like a rock star kind of job and so of course I ended up working for her after school got done uh, and it was like a weird time and I wasn't that busy and then I don't know she had complications with her heart and stuff so that didn't really pan out that way and then I ended up meeting Alfie and stuff, and then I was there for, like, four years. So I really, like, developed my skills and, like, got a name, and then, you know, stuff happened with the COVID, and just things fell apart. So, you know, we all, like, ended up splitting off and doing our own things, and I ran my own shop for a little bit called Speedy Rabbits, and uh, that was fun. It was just a lot of work to be the boss and the barber and the businessman and the trash guy, and, you know, so I was, like... Too much responsibility, you know. Even though I don't have any other responsibilities, I was like, that's a lot, plus extra on life and trying to do music and be creative. So <laughs> I was like, I'll just take a back seat and work for somebody else. But so yeah, about five years ago, I was like, kind of like 29, and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm t- tired of being like a loser. <laughs> like, let's just <laughs> do something totally different and like try to, I don't know, just making a. Just a, a life that I, like, actually can enjoy and not, like, yeah. hate my day every time I go into work. Like, oh, I'm here again. It's bagging these groceries. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I just say if to anybody, you know, I inspire you to get out there and do something that you uh, truly love. Like, I see these kids that come in my chair all the time. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just going to college. I don't know. I'm just going to be a pilot. I'm like, why? Is that, like, do you love planes? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's <laughs> like you sound pretty not committed to that you gotta you don't sound very enthused you gotta find something you love so that's why you know I love having people in here and kind of getting into that mindset of when they were starting to make that decision so what kind of decision did you make about like college like after high school what was the Nikki Blades doing 
wasting a bunch of time. Uh, I was trying to go to the military, actually, the Navy, and then uh, Job Corps and stuff. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. None of that seemed appealing. And I was like, that's not artsy enough. Like, what <laughs> can I do? Like, I ended up having to say to myself over years and time, blundering around, like, uh, how do I get paid to just be myself? And I was like, huh. I've been around so many hairstylists, and I was just like, man, they're so different and cool. And I was like, that's a cool job. Like, how do you do that? So, yeah, high school was like, it wasn't really like a big push to get out and go go to a university or anything. And, and, and you know, we can quote Elon and say, you don't really need all that stuff anyway. It's just mm-hmm. about hard work and literally a mindset. So, hey, you know, I, I, that's all it took for me, just a little bit of a shift in my day doing the BB boop to the BB bop. And now I'm like, just like making my own beats, you know, like I'm on like life channel. So yeah, I don't know. High school's fun, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great though. And I'm kind of like, honestly envious of that track. Cause even though, like you said, you had some of that time where you were kind of floating, figuring it out. A lot of people don't take that time. And they're like, you know what, I'm just going to run at something. And then 20 years down the line, you're unhappy and blowing up a marriage or something. And oh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> what the hell? You could have just taken a little bit of extra time, figured out. And I kick myself for that a lot, too, because I was kind of thrown into it. You know, yeah. graduating high school, I was like, I don't know what the hell I want to do. A lot of kids are. And I think that's a way for their parents to go, hey, like, we really don't know what you're good at, what you like, but, like, this is what you're supposed to do. And it's... Yeah, kind of the American uh, mindset, and that's okay. <laughs> it's I mean, it what it's for. <laughs> it is okay because I mean, you've had them for eighteen years, and and some parents just want you know kind of an empty nest. They want to pass that accountability on to you know this this institution that hundreds of thousands of millions yeah. of people have kind of trusted to to get employed and stay employed. I, I came from a family of five kids, so. Being the oldest was even hard because they're like, you got to set a precedence. You got to be the the leader. And everybody else kind of did military. And then my other brother was like, screw this. I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to be a musician. And I was like, wow, that's I'm so jealous of you, man. And he ended up getting signed and ended up leaving and stuff. Now he's doing his own music. But I don't know. He's even at that point where he's like been a target for like 10 years. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to do uh, cybersecurity. I'm like, oh, okay, random. But like... Hopefully you love it. I'm like, you're a way better musician than that. I was like, that's fine. I was like, so with this new project, I was like, honestly, if this blows up, I want you to play bass for me on tour. Like, how cool would it be to have your brother back in the band? Dude, oh my God. So fun. Yeah. And we're like, we just talk about music all day and just literally we're like best friends. So I was like, man, that would be awesome. Like, uh, whatever you're wanting to do, that's cool, bro. You can go be a cybersecurity guy, crack codes. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to kick ass, come with me. Yeah, kid. if you want to kick ass, play the bass, man. That's awesome. What would you say your favorite instrument is? Uh, I got a little tattoo of a guitar, so I guess guitar was the first love. And then, uh, when did you start playing? Uh, like 16. So I started kind of late for like, I say like late because these kids getting on YouTube now and that 10 year old girl that got to meet Dave Grohl and do the drum thing. Yeah. And I'm like, so good. And it, it was difficult because like, yes, yeah, so you can pick it out by ear. But then there was like a guitar magazine and you're like, I don't really know how to read tablature or like note signature. And I was like, oh, five, five, three. Okay. That's an A chord. Okay. Boom. And like, but then you slowly learn it. Like you do, like you do the church band and the church band shows you like, you know, all the chords and then, you know, then I just progressed from that. So now I'm, I'm back in the church band. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it's so random, but, eh, you know. 
Yeah, that's really cool though. It's good I mean, to serve again, I guess. True. And so, church band, are you still pretty religious, or? Yeah, no. Uh, I think uh, I think like everything, everybody kind of, we all deviate from our own little path, mm-hmm. and we try to like figure life out on our own. But a lot of stupid crap happened in the last year or two. Just and I was like, man, this is stressful. <laughs> like I don't know what else to do, and like. You know, you can only ask your parents for so much and they get sick of, like, giving yeah. you advice, the same old advice. So I was just like, I don't know. I'm going to go to, like, outside source. And, and I say for anybody, therapy is amazing. You should try it. It's it's liberating. Um, so I've, I've had some clients that are actually like, licensed to do that. So we've communicated and I've, you know, expressed how I felt. And But, like, there's nothing you can get more than just, like, uh, a positive atmosphere and, like, just people that want to love you for no reason. Just like, yeah. wow, I can see just you're hurting, and then just boom, love, boom, yeah. boom. Like, So that's definitely how I've been feeling the last couple of weeks, and I was like, wow, I just like rejuvenated, feeling fresh and new again. So it's it's helped uh, with everything, the hair and the, and the heaven stuff. You know, we're back out there doing some more uh, recordings. Which is absolutely sick. <laughs> Once again, got to blow you guys up. Yeah. So the heavens are on Spotify. You guys have two singles out right two now? Two singles. Uh, it's... H-V-N-Z, if you guys are going to look it up. Um, yeah, there's a song called BLMK, which was inspired by uh, Black Lives Matter movement and like the riots in Seattle and all that. And I know I wasn't there, and it really doesn't affect me because I'm a tall, skinny white guy, but I could feel the pain and the hurt, and I saw all the media, and I just felt like that was inspiration. And then Young and Wasted Youth is sort of like a... The way the reviews went, that I uh, I was a twisted child and there was all this crap. So I was like, not really. It's just like a humanitarian style writing where like anybody could relate to this. It's not like Literally for anybody. me. Because yeah. the first time I played it, I was like, holy shit, this is like how I felt all through college. Yeah. I'm like, I'm wasting my time yeah, like, no. with this huge schedule for no reason. Honestly, it was kind of mm. about like wasting time with uh, trying to make it in the music industry. I was like... Oh, I wasted my whole youth trying. <laughs> it's like, now I don't try anymore, and it's doing way better than it has. Uh, but, I mean, we didn't have TikTok and Instagram, like, kind of True, there are so many people. different platforms out there. So what what other platforms do you guys, like, leverage to kind of gain, like, exposure? Because you mentioned a couple, but obviously the whole, I guess, suite of different platforms, that's hard to manage. Like So hard. Oh, when, whenever there's a promo video or anything going on, I'll post it on everything. YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram. I don't do Twitter, but um, Facebook, uh, you know, whatever. And then you pay for, like, reviews to get out there for podcasts or, uh, you know, what you call it, um, like, blogs or, mm-hmm. like, uh, music websites or just no radio placement anymore. I get more, like, Spotify playlists. We yeah. got... FIT, WFIT uh, did our uh, the month of March or something. We got like on the splash page and then oh, was mentioned with like the Black Keys and like Wolf Alice and like gar- Garbage. And I was like, wow, it's like, that's legit. So it was a good playlist, you know, to Paul McCarthy's on the top, <laughs> the first song. And like, and that was the brand new album he just put out. I was like, wow, this is like honor. So it just takes a little bit now. Now there's like a million freaking people trying. So it's almost harder to get noticed because you're in a sea of people that are doing like pretty much the same thing as you or like the vibes are always kind of mm-hmm. blending together it's hard to be different so how do you guys create that that niche and how did you guys come to like form 
the group you're in now and and why did you think that you know that was the move at the time um kind of just inspired over covid and he liked my singing the drummer he ended up writing a lot of the music and uh I don't know, just like my voice, and I was like, okay, like, I don't know if my style's gonna work, like, I'm used to playing, like, Black Keys, White Stripes kind of stuff, and I was like, well, I'm gonna try something new, and I'm just gonna, like, not try to sing like I'm screaming, like, let's just do, like, a, like, a Billy Idol type of voice or something, and with the music, it just, like, went, a con like, just flowed perfectly, and I was like, wow, this makes sense now, and so, now I'm kind of addicted to the style, and I'm like, I, it's, like, a lot easier for me to, like, sing these songs, I'd say, like, long term like you know you listen to like guns and roses i'm like he can't necessarily hit those notes anymore. yeah that's pretty hard and you know so you gotta words. build a career where, like you can actually sing it for 20 years 30 years mm -hmm. so that was my mindset and at least on that but yeah uh you know the covid and then you're just kind of like wow this is actually cool like let's let's try recording this stuff so then the songs have gotten better and then having people in the community kind of uh helping us do with the mixes and stuff it's boosted it up to that professional polished up level oh it's definitely professional polished yeah. up like once again i keep going back to those two songs and i i wish there was more I know, <laughs> but so. you know it's the the, the downfall of only doing singles nowadays where everybody wants to just like hype it up and so you have to play <laughs> the game but <laughs> do the dance that's yep. all right though. that's okay yeah, so what kind of is y'all's uh, process for, like, developing music and kind of getting that sound right? Because it definitely doesn't come together in, in one fell swoop. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, that's pretty much unheard of. Like, I, You know, like, back in the day, you just get a bunch of guys in the room and you just dink around to, you go, oh, you have a cool riff or you got a cool drum beat, and then you just build off that or, like, somebody had a song already written. So now it's like... Like one song in particular, I just said, hey, I have this old melody and I like went on GarageBand, just did the piano and then like he transposed it and then he's amazing and just comes up with everything. Uh, so, but like a lot of times they'll just send me a track. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a rapper. Like I just, I get a track. It could be like all the way done or halfway done. And uh, then I just start listening to it like a million times until I get the words that I like and then just build a little pattern on that. And then we get our guitar player to come in and kind of do his little tasty stuff on it. And then sort of the song just grows like that. And then we go in and do like vocals like for real. And then so it's a like a long, long, long process, but kind of fast if it's all done. Like if the guitars and the music's done, I can just go in and like if my words are solid, I can just like nail it. And that's kind of fun for me. And then the videos have just been a little longer because coming up with ideas, timing, getting people involved. Like that last video was kind of hard because they had a lot of people involved, mm -hmm. especially like uh, doing all the scenes at debauchery and like doing it on a Sunday before they're open, like, and then like doing the shots over and over again. It was like, it's fun. Like that's, if this was my job, I was like, thumbs up. Cause, <laughs> like, <laughs> thumbs up. I'm thumbs ready. Up. <laughs> that sounds a lot more fun. I, I get why people are addicted to like social media because they're like, Literally, it's like a process every day, and like if you're like Jeffrey Star and you have to film like stuff every day, like it just like almost becomes like embedded in you to like want to do it. I don't know. Yeah, but it's it like would... an obsession, a sort of. Because you're, you know, we're all vain. <laughs> we are like, oh, wow, I look so cool on camera, and so mm, everybody has a little bit, of, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. 
Not me though. Camera adds twenty pounds. Just no, you look like that actor though, so you're good. <laughs> just do like headshots. You're too nice. Yeah, just headshots. <laughs> I'll just walk around with a box on the rest of my yeah. body. That'll work. That'll work out. Nice. Not in Florida though. It's hot as shit. I literally yeah. had to come. I went home and changed before coming over here. Like, cause just from the salon Same. walking to my car, I soaked my shirt. <laughs> I was like, this isn't fair, Florida. No. But, yeah, all the northern people can't handle it. <laughs> No, I'm surprised, like, I hear about, well, I guess snowbirds, they come down in the winter, so I guess it's kind of more mild, but, whoa, kind of got off track there. Anyway, so, I kind of want to know what, I guess, your your inspirations are for your music and kind of your sound. So, like, who did you, like, grow up listening to and just absolutely jamming out to? That's like asking a writer, what's his favorite book? But, uh... Everything, man, everything. Like I said, it was more Christian music in the beginning, so then when I started mm-hmm. thinking about music, music, I was like, hmm, what does Dad got in the, you know, the old CD player? So I had, like, Led Zeppelin Greatest Hits, Jimi Hendrix Greatest Hits, and then it, like, kind of, don't judge me. <laughs> it was like Creed was like, whoa, Dad, can I listen to Creed? They're heavy. And then, like, you know, they were kind of, like, quote-unquote Christian. So... Then that started catapulting into the rock world, and then I like got into punk. I was like in the Dead Kennedys and like Blink Ray too, and just like high school crap. And then you know you just get around enough musicians, and they show you people. And then over the years, you know, but like the staple, you know, like Beatles and everything, like kind of it all starts with that for me. I don't know. Uh, any kid that goes, I don't know where the Beatles are. Or, I don't know Rolling Stones are. I'm like, okay, well, you should do your homework and and become yeah. a a student of rock and roll instead of just like, I rap now. I don't trap beats. And I'm like, that's not. You don't get uh, inspiration from that. Really? Because a lot of like the honestly fire shit that I've been hearing uh, is kind of not. I don't want to say derived from this older music, but there's a lot of similar beats, and the BPM is. Uh, it's almost like they just. You know, snipped it, took it out. Probably uh, did. Yeah, probably did. I mean, who was it? Uh, shit, I'm going to botch names. He was either the lead guitarist. Yeah, lead guitarist of Metallica. There was, like, some old funk band that was, like, kind of disco. He would kind of take the beats and the rhythm from that. And he said, like, he actually met the dude and was like, I'm so sorry. I've been stealing your stuff for years. <laughs> and he's like, I know. <laughs> that was a cool story. Like, yeah. That's exactly, I think we all get inspired from the past. I mean, I, I think rap's got better. I'm definitely doing a vibe that's old, but like also Miley Cyrus is going back 80s. John Mayer just dropped Sob Rock, which is very 80s, Porsche driving style music. So like for me to do like the new Billy Idol, like the new Marilyn Manson style stuff, hell yeah, because it's like industrial meets like pop meets like, that lushy stuff that everybody wants to hear so it's like a little edm in there so uh, like someone said that i was kind of making new music and i was like i guess like that's cool if we're genre blending then that's even better so we'll, we'll see yeah, you know like as we go we'll just keep trying and hey man you said the kind of Marilyn manson there's there's some shoes to fill now he's yeah. got a little bit of trouble yeah um, oh yeah which is i mean you hate to see it but like I don't know. Those we don't guys. know the secret life of these people. I mean, True. like, obviously you're singing about, like, some pretty dark stuff. That guy probably was just... But I'm a huge fan, so, I mean, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, and that's the whole thing, separating, you know, the, the individual from the art. 
which I think you can still do because I mean it's undeniably undeniable that the music is awesome. Yeah. I mean, same with Michael as well. I'm still gonna play Thriller. Are you shitting me? If somebody, if I put Thriller <laughs> on or a party, if, and if it's like I'm hosting the party and somebody's like, turn the shit off, yeah. it's like a humble lesser, I'll be like, get the fuck out of my yeah. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that, but I would. The give woke them a generation stern is way too sensitive. To. We're all way too sensitive to like stuff. And like, can you just appreciate it's good, regardless of what the guy did in his personal life? You didn't. He didn't do that before he wrote the music. <laughs> like, yeah, true. And I'm not buying Michael merch. I'm not. All these know. rappers that are gangbanging, killing people, mother guys. Yeah. Like, we still support them. We definitely do. And Anybody who supports Takashi 6ix9ine should not. <laughs> yeah, he's actually come back on the scene. A lot of people are blowing him up and actually supporting him. They're like, well, what, have you, what would you have done in that situation? It's but... a late kind of a random story, but like the studio we went to in Miami was called uh, Rebel 11. And there's like a literal video that was like on Snapchat that went viral that was in the same studio I was in. And he was doing the, like his little thing. And his little thing. I was like, well, hey, you know, at least I'm playing with the big boys. But like, they, like he came to the studio, like they call on the manager, like, do we need to like come there and bust a cap in a man? Da, 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 da. Is he, da, da, da. Like, dude, you can't just go and shoot somebody up at the studio. <laughs> <It's> like, no, <laughs> but he had security and stuff. It was guy's trouble <laughs> mm. i mean yeah from the outside looking in definitely definitely looks that way but uh damn it i had another question oh, okay. but anyways so like going into i guess the future and uh as you guys start to record more and more uh i've always been interested because it seems like sometimes uh, artists will record an album and then they're like done with that sound kind of like done with that theme yeah. and they're like okay on to the next thing let's mix it up let's let's uh throw some new stuff in so do you guys see yourselves trying to do that or for the first couple albums where you're really trying to establish or you're going to keep it kind of singular and stick to what you've been doing uh, we kind of thought about that because i was like you know our heads are all over the place so we're like even the third song is going to come out, Ultraviolet Star, it literally sounds like a 70s funk song. And then you have, like, another song called Something I Might Say, which literally sounds like a gorilla song. And then the first two songs that you, you would say are, like, more post-punk. So I don't... If we, I think if we came out, like, more eclectic, it wouldn't be a, such a big surprise mm -hmm. to fans. So to me, I'm just going to do it, like... I feel like that is our vibe versus, like... I don't know. Like Coldplay, they always kind of sound the same. Yeah, and that's why I honestly don't mess with Coldplay. That I mean, much. Exactly. Oh, Earl Metallica is even pretty close to like they've they've softened up over the years, mm -hmm. but then they get a little heavy. But it's it's always kind of the same formula. So I think no formulas, you know, like just kind of do whatever you feel and like whatever. You know, my drummer always says whatever has good energy. And so. We just put out bangers with good energy, and it's always going to be fun. Hey, dude, that's all you need. Yeah, Come just... on. And we're ready for it. The people yeah, are ready. I'm ready for it. I'm tired of <laughs> just cutting hair every day. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there, man. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Because like, uh, Shay, the girl that recommended me to you, she's like, oh, they sound exactly like the Killers. Or Oh, yeah. And she's a she, super like, fan of oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she let off a slew of different, uh, I guess, kind of comparable artists. And I was like... Okay, okay, I'll give it a shot. And she wasn't wrong. You, the mm, that quality, whoever you guys have as a producer, good stuff. You guys are I'll mention them. Up. Rocky Water Studios. Rocky Waters. Uh, 
They're in a galley, actually. Really? Yeah, and like uh, one of the main engineers there, he's touring bass player for Thursday, and another band and called No Devotion. So they're actually really stinking good. <laughs> like, yeah, Thursday's coming back out on the road too. So there's a, there's surprisingly a lot of people around here that like are well connected, like in Melbourne. Yeah, that's actually interesting, and uh, kind of the question I forgot uh, a little bit ago is what is kind of the Melbourne music scene like? Because you just mentioned that studio. Me as a person, I've, you know, obviously love music and, mm-hmm. and love going to concerts and stuff. Uh, but there's just not a lot of stuff popping around like Melbourne specifically. It seems like it's all in Orlando because it's only, you know, hour drive away. So is it more two, like... Two years ago, we had a three balling vi- venues. We had like Santa Collective, and then you had open mics, and then you'd go to Iron Oak. And then, you know, we did like downtown uh, O'Galley Music Festival, and there was 62 original bands or something like that. It was huge. It was massive. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, uh, COVID kind of really just made everybody rethink everything. And so Iron Oak's the only one left, and that's, like, the only real venue left. So, yes, I thought Melbourne's probably dying some, and uh, it's fine. It always comes back some way. Someone gets an idea and does another venue again. But, you know, I, this heaven stuff is, I think, just bigger than this Orlando scene, or the uh, the Melbourne scene. Yeah, you guys because, get to L.A. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm not no. really worried about playing locally anymore, to be honest. I just, mm-hmm. I will if they uh, ask me if, if it's something important. Like, I think something might be coming up in January. It's like a... Uh, this girl's mom, like, the girl got kidnapped at, like, seven. Then she was, like, sex slave in Mexico. And then, like, one day just showed back up. So what? then the mom's doing, like, an activist concert to, like, fight against people and, like, that cause. So I thought, well, that'd be cool. I'd do that. That's, like, something to stand for. Instead of just, like, a BS, mm-hmm. like, hey, come drink at the bar and watch <laughs> me play. Because that won't, you'll come one time and, like, <clears throat> that's it. We watched your video. We're going to come watch you play. Okay, thanks. But we want to hit the real cities like Nashville or like Atlanta or like uh, Texas, like Austin or like just like where it's really happening. Yeah. Even. We'll, we'll see. Probably by next year, it'll be like back to something newish uh, float, flowing again, I think, with all this stuff being over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully. I mean, this fucking Delta variant that everybody's talking about now. I'm like, can we just be like. I was done? pretty. I don't know, lazily last night. I don't know. We'll, I don't hope I didn't get it. <laughs> but I'm vaxxed. So yeah, hopefully. Same. But people are still getting it with the vaccine. So who knows? It's like a new thing, I guess. I don't even. Not that I want to rant about that because like, I feel a certain way. But. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we all hate it. Yeah, but hey, also that time will give you guys just you know more time to mm-hmm. to make some new stuff and really really get it down back. And that is another thing that just impresses me to my core about you know musicians like yourself is performing live. Mm-hmm. So how do you kind of get into the mindset like before you're gonna step on stage? Because me, I would probably kill like half a bottle of tequila and then be like, okay, I can't feel anything. Let's go. Yeah, no, and it, towards the end, shoot, towards the end, I was definitely doing that more because uh, I had people just tell me, oh, you need to be more like crazy on stage and da 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 da. I was just like, getting this drunk doesn't really help me anymore. <laughs> 
And I'm just sitting there playing guitar, playing the blues. So I'm like, okay, you know, like this is fun. Uh, I think now like my mental state would be just like to try to like fill up some joy and the excitement and like get hype for the song and get mm -hmm. hype for the set and then like try to put that energy out there. I think a lot of bands just have their little weird thing they do, but that's what I want to do. Like it's just get that feel good so that I can like blow it out there on stage and just like share it real fast and like obviously the the crowd helps you feel better as a mm -hmm. musician you're like wow like I'm electrified by all this so it, it is like the room but it also is the energy you put it out so yeah uh, I mean it was like I mean your drummer was saying we only want to make stuff that has good energy and if you're kind of practicing good energy before you hop on it's just going to reflect in the mm -hmm. music so that's yeah no that's about. where my heart is when I'm writing these songs so just jumping right back into the song I'm like oh okay I know that feeling and then we just we start vibing and then you know we'll see we haven't even played a show yet, and we have 6,000 views on one song, so <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny. You can be an internet band now and not have to really do anything. <laughs> That's so strange. It was almost Definitely like the different. guy in Miami was like, you should build up your fans. You should get like at least 10,000 fans on whatever site you can, and then then you should start booking shows. And I'm like, wow, it's so backwards, but like... It is backwards, but that kind of makes sense. Is it is, yeah, it seems like it, because you guys don't you know, have to spend all this money to go tour and try to get fans that way. Mm -hmm. You just wait for them to come to you is, mm -hmm. what, is what that sounds like these, that guy's trying these to say. playlists are literally like curated for the listeners that want to hear that music anyway so i was like cool <laughs> like less work for me i don't have to reach people so it was kind of interesting because the youtube will give you like algorithms of like how the video is doing so then like it was giving us an update on like some russian band that had like a million something views on this one live song and like our video would play right after that one and i was like Okay, Russia, I'm ready to come over. Let's <laughs> like, jam. Yeah, like so. I'm like, hey, if it's like you know, they want to come over there. It was like another connection with like the Philippines. Somebody had a radio connection, and they were trying to get our song on there. And I was like, oh, please, like fingers crossed. Like, I'll go. Pl I'll spend a month in uh, the Philippines and do a residency. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, the whole country so singing crazy. your words. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It's been hype. Like everything that we've been doing has been been great so we just took this last month off to kind of regroup and everything like our guitar players father passed and mm. drummer had some issues I had some issues so you know this is what happens when life gets in the way <laughs> yeah and during those kind of hard times do you like feel that you guys kind of are of like a support network for each other yeah. or you guys are all your own individuals and, and handle it on your own time I guess I could speak for them as far as uh, the both of them were in recovery and been clean for a long time. Mm -hmm. So that's how they operate is that support group, that family, that yeah. that positivity. You don't want negativity in your life. And so I came in the group being kind of a dark cloud. So they've showed me and taught me a lot. And I kind of look up to them because they're a little older than me. So mm -hmm. it's like, all right, I'll listen to you. What, what do you have to say? And you know, they're there for me when I was going through my baloney, so it's just cool. Like, that's, that's, you can't always find that in, like, bandmates or, like, even, like, co-workers or friends, like, people that, like, will love you even when you're down, mm -hmm. and that's, it's kind of rare. So, like, that's been our b backbone for most of the band, you know, like, he doesn't want to put out something if the energy's not right between us, and, like, I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy, because, like, some bands will just be like, literally strung out on heroin and like still put the song out you know and it's like yeah. 
So that's kind of cool, like to to think about music as the energy versus like, just check out my stuff. Here it is, and then <laughs> you you package it up this this way of like positive flowing energy. It it almost receives easier, and like people, mm-hmm. it's not like much resistance for people to want to listen to it. It's just like, here it is, and like you can absorb it. So. It's worked both times. I mean, I'm, I'm super stoked with it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just such a beautiful thing is, like you said, having that group of people, especially, uh, you know, someone with a little bit more experience in the industry to kind of guide you along because, I mean, not to, you know, uh, I guess not to, what's the antonym for two-trone horn? Oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> be a Debbie Downer. Debbie but, Downer, yeah. Yeah, Debbie Downer. So I was kind of going through the same shit, and it's like, once again, you just got to, you got to, well, not same shit, obviously, but going through some shit, and uh, you just got to find that support network, and like you said, people that, you know, want to love you unconditionally, and yeah. that aren't Debbie Downers. I mean, everybody can take their, you know, their couple days to, to feel themselves, but got to have those people. That oh, yeah, you don't want to be man. stuck in the mud too long, because I nah. think it just not good for your mind (laughs) not at all yeah i was getting a lot of flack so i just you know it's the silly as it sounds just like i don't know where else to do like just to go to the church i guess you know so that's my support and i even offered for them to come but they were like you know we have our they have to constantly go to aa just to help Mm -hmm. that's like help to share help to bring people up i mean there's like a whole culture of that so like those people go probably their whole life if they want to stay clean so it's it's crazy i mean i was like maybe i should go just to like i don't know i don't drink a lot but i was like man maybe i should stop drinking i don't know it's like doesn't seem right anymore (laughs) yeah it's hard to shake a beer you know you're like oh man just sounds nice (laughs) i feel that and that's why like i'm honestly worried about substance abuse because my uncle was like a pretty pretty bad alcoholic for a while and he's doing better now he's clean he's like probably 10 15 years sober i can't remember exactly but uh and now he's a substance abuse therapist see so he's he's doing good stuff those are the best people too because they like actually know how low it is to be low Mm -hmm. like you know that you're selling your drums to like make drug money and then like getting it pawned out (laughs) it's it's so bad it's so bad yeah and that's why i'm like with you i'm like shit i don't feel really right drinking anymore especially because i'm obviously a bigger bigger tub of water i can drink some more than me huh (laughs) yeah like to really actually get a buzz i probably need like eight beers dang and then you know liquor's a whole different story but Mm -hmm. and and to that end i'm like okay my friends are going out like pretty much three four times a week and if i'm doing that Mm -hmm. like on the same pace it's gonna take me a lot to even feel anything so at that point it's not good for your body it's probably not good for your head and yeah okay sidebar have you seen that shit that they're trying to say that any amount of alcohol causes brain damage now on what what are they saying that on it was like i saw some article cnn posted oh wow and they were like check out the study cnn and i was like mm. <laughs> that is interesting uh, i wonder why is yeah, it like what do they put in the alcohol too. now Mm, <laughs> true they could have been sneaking Let, let's and think. it's probably like i don't know whenever i see a study like that there's so many other questions and i probably shouldn't just 
grazed by it. Do they want to like promote the uh, the marijuana culture and like keep us all like slow mo and then like not let us drink? I mean, I don't know. Brevard has a big issue with that. I mean, if you don't have a bar, you're not a real place. And like, you know, anything you put up in this town, like, does it have booze? And I'm like, gosh, like, can you guys live have fun without booze? <laughs> But I was getting that way, too. I thought, wow, maybe, uh, I don't know. I can't be at this art show unless there's, like, wine. And I'm like, why? And I think we're just, like, all, like, this whole town's full of uh, people that have substance abuse issues. And probably most cities. I'm not saying. Just, I live here. So Uh, it is interesting that maybe alcohol is, uh, you know, making us dumber or something. (laughs) Uh, I mean... I think it's definitely not good for you because it's literally poison. I mean, yeah. your liver has to process that out of your body, but I don't think it causes that much brain damage. No. Because look at all the people who were absolutely pro- prolific writers and artists and and even, you know, business people and I'm sure, you know, engineers. You look anywhere, you're going to find substance abuse, even if yeah. it's a brilliant person. So around Poe to, like, you know, Jim Morrison. Insane. <laughs> yeah. So... It has a path. It can be destructive. It just, I think, everything in moderation, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. You could have too much water and then you pee all the time. It's like <laughs> people have died from doing that. They it's literally so drink too much water. They're like, I don't even know. I just remember this one lady drank like seven gallons and her stomach ruptured. So and I'm like, stupid. You, you're in pain. Stop drinking water. <laughs> like I don't get that one, but. Yeah, people are always doing crazy shit. Yeah, definitely, and that is, uh, you know, a good you know, jumping point to, like, be inspired. And, like, I think everybody has something to say right now. And, like, it's a matter of you just tuning in and, like, seeing it and hearing it and listening to it and then, you know, actually writing it down and, like, making a, an idea about it. Because there's plenty of smart people, like, that are coming up that could possibly change the earth mm-hmm. with all this new tech. I mean, they're trying to get rid of plastic bottles, straws, random stuff like that. It's, like... Even our hair products are coming out with, like, biodegradable bottles and stuff. So Mm. bring on the ideas, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Bring them on, Let's change stuff. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Because, I mean, everybody can see it. It's it's pretty apparent, especially in in the oceans, that, you know, the world isn't doing too hot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, I mean, that's one of the things that we were talking a little bit about earlier, uh, when I was getting a cut is, uh, you know, being tapped into the news can be kind of annoying sometimes because you're just like, sure. holy shit, everything everywhere is bad. Yeah. And so that's why, like, now I love the accounts that are like, you want to hear something good? And then yeah. it's like, oh, uh, the new biodegradable plastic is coming out and stuff like that, like you were talking about. I, that's, I just started changing my little routine. Like, I used to just be like, what's new with you? Uh, now I'm like, what's... Something positive in your life today. <laughs> like There you go. And then people are just like, huh, okay. I have to think of something actually positive instead of just like a random like. Complaining, because it's easy to complain. I'm just working, my own. Oh, okay, we all are, dude. Like, yeah. Can you elaborate? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Stuff like that Greta thing came out. And mm. like, that was cool. Like, totally inspirational. Like and People keep throwing so much shade to her. And I'm like. Why? <laughs> Okay. Are we also addicted to being like mentally abused? Like the negativity is so much more po- like better for your life than like. It's just so easy to be good, but it's also so much 
better to be bad. Like, I think it's just like they want to be bad. And it's like, oh, I just, I don't know. I'm just going to just smoke every day and smoke weed every day and then drink every day. Like, what's wrong with that? I'm not hurting anybody. <laughs> like, eh, except for yourself. Except for yourself. And you're not really being productive or like giving back. You're just, you're just taking. It's like, I feel like it's like smoking weed's like eating a cupcake. It's like, you know, you're not, never going to get full from it, but mm-hmm. it tastes good, right? And you want another one instantly. So it's like, what can you change to like, maybe do something different, like give, I don't know. It's a lot of people. I don't know why I keep thinking about weed, but it is. <laughs> it says dab here on the thing. Maybe oh, it does on the table. But it yeah. could mean like the dance move. <laughs> could be, but who knows? This is a college campus. So, Go Panthers dab. <laughs> yeah. So for obviously you guys can't see uh, what's going on. Eventually we'll get a camera in the studio when cool. I'm not broke out of my mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's just this huge table that a couple of, like engineering students, they just grabbed a bunch of like plywood and just kind of shit wood and threw this together and now everybody that comes in just uh, signs it and draws some very interesting artwork. I <laughs> have what looks like a spider mixed with a toucan um, over here. And then... I yeah. like my Rubik's Cube goof man with a googly eye and a Oh uh, yeah, that one's kind of cute. That one's kind of cute. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I'm surprised that this table is like as clean in content as <laughs> it is because knowing, you know, the minds of... Of sure. some college kids could be way worse. <laughs> could be way worse. Actually, pretty artsy. Yeah, but uh, anyway, back to the uh, I don't want to say concept. Back to marijuana. Back to oh yeah, the devil's lettuce, the ganja. The ganja. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing that we were kind of talking. If uh, you know that study could be in some way trying to position. Uh, you know, we to kind of be the the healthy alternative, so sure. so people don't use alcohol as as a, a, a crutch as much. And it's it's super interesting because I saw a video of kind of one state senator. I, once again, I just need to start saving shit so I don't. Yeah, we need like a fact rambler. sheet or something. <laughs> yeah, a fact sheet or like a screen that I can play what I was talking right. about so I don't look like a lunatic all the time. But. Uh, Anyway, he, it was just kind of a call to arms for for some of these senators to get some new legislation in place that obviously legalizes it, takes it off the Schedule One register. Uh, so a, it can be researched for more medical use because mm-hmm. obviously it's has a wide application and you know Parkinson's and all this other stuff and people with like uh, mood swings, BPD, yeah. depression, anxiety. With the right strand, you can cure anxiety, but. Yeah, no, it, it's just, it, it was always a medicine. It's never been a medicine, not a medicine. Of like, it was intended that way. And I think, you know, we try to monetize it and we want to make money off of it now. But mm-hmm. so like the CBD culture was what I was going to say. It's kind of funny. You know, I've tried it and it's, it's okay. It's like a sunny day. You're just like, <laughs> I feel good. Like, wow. Like, but you're not like spaced out. But then like this Delta 8 stuff and it's like a molecule off and then like, I took a gummy and I'm like, why am I spaced out for like a day and a half? Like this is like too much. That's so strange. And and back to the strain thing, that's another interesting thing as well. Cause like, I feel like you never really know what you get, especially with CBD, because they everybody claims like different things, but you can't really clinically research it yet. So mm-hmm. there's no way to really tell. 
And so that's why one time I was in uh, Ybor City uh, over in the Tampa area, and we just, like, walked by this, like, CBD shop, and they were like, hey, uh, uh, you can take two dabs for $5 of CBD. And I was like, I've never, what's a dab? I don't know. (laughs) Was it, like, Uh, a wax resin? or did Yeah, it was, like, a wax resin that, you know, he, like, heated the the thing ding up. The nectar collector. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, And it's got the little rubber. It looks like the... Shblubble or something from like Rick and Morty. Shblubble? Oh, oh, God. Uh, What is that thing? And he makes it on that interdimensional television. Dude, that's going to bother me for the rest of the day. Plumbus. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. Got it. Okay. The Uh, one that my friends had was like Plumbus. I was like, this thing is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that whole show is absolutely insane. Have you been, do you watch it like regularly? I've watched it. Everything, even so Solar Opposites too. Dude, yeah. Solar Opposites was killer. Yeah, binge it all. I had yeah. to get Hulu just to f- like make sure I watched everything on season four of Rick and Morty because I was like, <sighs> yeah. But I used to watch it on uh, I was stream it live off of Facebook because I couldn't get the episodes. Dude, else. that's what I used to do. So. Right, right, Hulu helps out with that though for sure. Um, not to plug you, Hulu though. Fuck you if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Great service, but. Still, my message stands. Uh, unless they sponsor this podcast, yeah, yeah, and then I'll yeah. say they're the best. <laughs> and then we'll be your friend. <laughs> and we'll talk about all your great features and channels and everything. No, they link the HBO Max now, so it's actually kind of better than Netflix. Yeah, they honestly are doing some sick bundle deals yeah. that I'm like, should I hop on? And also, like, the student deal, too. I think they paired it with Spotify, and it was like seven bucks a month or something. Solid. So I was like, hey, I'm a stupid Is that forever, who you're putting guys. this out on Spotify, right? Yeah, it's on Spotify. It's supposed to be on Apple Podcasts, but the, uh, I guess, host or whoever pushes it out, uh, they are having some kind of technical issue on Apple Podcasts side, huh. so they haven't been able to push Because there's it out. like literally a million now. <sighs> yeah. And it's the funniest thing is like when I was kind of looking for a name for this podcast... Uh, I like obviously shir- searched on Spotify and Apple sure. Apple Podcasts the name that I wanted, and uh, there's probably thirty different podcasts that are all called Layman's Terms, but they are all super religious, and all they do is talk about scripture. Hmm. I was like, How's this Why does, How does that relate to Layman's Terms? Though? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I got. Uh, I think. It, Layman was like some kind of biblical character or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but anyway, I was like, eh, definitely not going to be Bible verses, so I think nah. I'm okay with taking <laughs> taking this route. You could have done like a little wordplay and been like layman's and then lame. like make this show like about being lame. <laughs> like just, this oh. so lame on this show. <laughs> Check out but then it's actually clip. not. It's like fun. <laughs> No, yeah, and also, like, I got some, some feedback that was, like, yeah, maybe maybe drop the man part. Like, what about layperson's terms? Oh, my Lord, Jesus. And I was, like, okay, <laughs> like, I understand where you're coming from. I, I even have to think about it. that with the lyrics nowadays. I'm, like, if I say he or something, like, okay, it is, like, are they going to identify, like, he, him? And, like, you know, being in the hair world, it's it's crazy. I accept all people. I'm not trying to say I don't. Uh, you know, now I'm trying to identify haircuts as more like short, long, and medium. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep gender out of it. It's just hair. Yeah. But 
yeah, the pronoun thing is it's mind blowing. Well, even some of these applications for like random like stuff to fill out, they'll just say like gender, and, and then there's like more options now. Which, which is wild. Which I'm all for. Like, uh, I'll call you whatever you want, but th- there's a line for for everything. Like, when you're just making shit up, mm-hmm. it sounds like. And I'm not saying like if you're out there and you're like, well, I would like to be called. I'm not saying you specifically are making shit up. But there's some people out there where I'm like, this doesn't even feel like a real word. But I remember doing a haircut for like a bridal wedding, and uh, they were getting married to the Church of Bacon, and they had their thing at well, uh, Helen Blazes afterwards, and they invited me, and I got there. I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I was like, these people are just big beardy guys, and they're just like married to the Church of Bacon. I'm like, hey man, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah, really. As long as you're Strange. a cool hang. I mean, Strange. just don't try to, you know, push that I mean, on there's me. There's people that identify with the relationship with plants. I don't I forget the name of it, but something I saw on Snapchat where, like, it was, like, two attractive people. It was, like, a white girl and a black guy, but they were both, like, in love with a plant or something super weird like that. So that's actually... Oh, shit. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't care. Um, oh. Sorry, I pressed the keyboard for a second. I think we're still good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I forget the actual name of it, and I don't want to call it a disease or a sickness or anything like that, but some people are attracted to inanimate objects. Yeah. Completely inanimate objects. Like, if you go on TLC, and have you seen the show My Strange Addictions? I know what it is. Dude, there was one guy that had a 10-year-long sexual relationship (laughs) with his car. It's weird. Dude. There's something for everybody. I mean, well, there's those car like, guys, but that's like the next level. Yeah. Like, oh, gas can, you look so cute tonight. <laughs> Bro, he literally called it Chase, and he's like, my favorite position is when Chase just kind of sits on top of me, and I'll just kiss him on the hood a little oh, bit. Oh, God. And I'll rinse him down, and dude, just this guy. <laughs> the guy is a character anyway, and I'm not like throwing shade or trying to, you know, kink shame or anything, but, you know. Hey, that was before Tiger King came out, man. Now he's... He took over all the kinks. <laughs> yeah, Tiger Kid. That man is really doing the most, trying to get out. Is but he really? Yeah, we all thought he was he like dead he, after he that. really pushed President Trump to like get him exonerated and like what? sign a pardon. And he doesn't give a crap about you, man. No, no. He figured out the Tiger King, Tiger King thing, and you know he He's was like a, your trend for a minute. <laughs> for a minute, and yeah. honestly, like that. That show did not portray him very well. I mean, at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is cool. He's just this, this dude doing his own thing, like, <laughs> you know, making a living. And then they were like, and he kept his boyfriend on a string of meth for years. And I was like, what? It was our COVID relief. <laughs> dude, it really was. I remember being trapped at my girlfriend's parents' house. And we literally watched the entire season in like two days. Well, because I think my old boss was like, watched Tiger King yet and he was quoting it already and I'm like what the heck's going on why are people posting these memes already and I'm like and I was like all right babe we gotta watch this stupid show and then like we both got into it really fast and I was like this is hilarious (laughs) it's so (laughs) this is great Uh, so many clippable like meme well yeah that's yeah his big beautiful balls (laughs) (laughs) I'll never financially recover from this (laughs) so so clippable but also just like mm. Mm. Yeah, I think there was like a billion TikToks about that. Literally like a billion something. 
So I'm trying to not necessarily write a song for TikTok, but like have something memeable. Have something memeable. Memeable so, so you can trend up, I guess. Yeah, I get that. And I, I don't really want to say, well, yeah, it could be memeable, but like like you were saying, like trending, writing something that somebody can take a small clip Okay, like of. that dream song is a great song, but like mm-hmm. all of a sudden somebody does it with a longboard and cranberry juice and now it's sold better than it probably yeah. had in 20 years. Oh yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So have you guys started to kind of talk and like see if you can do something like that and kind of write to that I was platform? posting some stuff on, on there and I ended up getting one of my trailers got like almost a thousand views so I was like okay that's a real trailer so what if we did something that was actually comical but I don't know I think if you're not on TikTok trying to make fun of it then what are you doing on there like why are you an actual real adult like trying to make funny like lip sync videos I I don't know maybe I'm too old for it (laughs) maybe I'm too cool for it (laughs) no it takes a certain personality and a lot of people that I feel like our huge content creators on there now came from Vine. Yeah. Like, you remember Vine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't play with it, but I know what it is. Like, I know. No, I, I didn't mess with it either. I yeah. was like, this is stupid. Yeah. And I was then, like. And that's what I said about TikTok, too, when it came out. I was like, this is stupid. And I was like, it's I a Chinese app, whatever that means. And then you, like, like actually watch it. And I was like, no, nothing about Chinese stuff. on It was, like, very just, like, Snapchat of cooler. I was like, wow, you have to, like. Much. So, I mean, our songs are on there, so I'm not bashing the, the app. I mean, like, I can literally make a video and put my music to it, which is super rad. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great platform for people to promote their brand, promote themselves, and uh, get their artwork, art, artwork, artwork out there, mm-hmm. uh, like you were saying. And, and that's honestly a great way to do it, because, uh, you know, I think it's, his name's like Kid Leroy or something. He had that song with Miley Cyrus recently. I mean, that's how she found him. He just, like, made his music, posted on the app, and then it blew up, went viral, and, you know, now he's just off to the races. So, i say, yeah. yeah. He did another song with somebody else, too. Yeah, these kids, they got big dreams. I mean, they can blow up fast, but I don't know. It sounds shitty, but part of me really wants to see him crash and burn. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we all do. It's like... There's no way you can be that happy, man. Yeah, yeah, and it feels sick sometimes. And when I think that way, I'm just like, what are you doing? What I like I still love the musicians that like kind of do it the old school way. Worked hard and like toured a bunch and then yeah. finally built their like third album up to like a hype level mm-hmm. and you know, I hope that it happens for me quick, but at the same time, I don't really care. I mean, I'm just enjoying the process. Yeah. So, um, it's fun every day that I get to do it, you know, like as far as recording or putting it out and watch and like mm-hmm. seeing what people think it's like wow cool it's not what i was thinking but cool like <laughs> i'm glad you like it no that's great though i mean it's a reason to get out of the bed in the morning and, yeah and really pursue we had met somebody because i keep seeing nfg over here whatever that means but mm-hmm. nfts oh, yeah. we went to something in miami it was called art tech house and there's one in new york and somewhere else but the guy was from London, and he did a lot of NFT art, which was basically, like, imagine, like, big mirrors or whatever, and they have, like, kind of, like, cardboard stuff around it that's, like, themed for the, pretty much the atmosphere, and then you go up to the mirror image, and then it, like, kind of, like, comes together like a Snapchat filter, and then the whole theme was called Afro Frequencies, so it was, like, South African meets, like, futuristic, so then, like, 
the filter would go on your face and then you would have this like mask on your face. And then you could go downstairs and there was stuff on the ground. It was like a room with like lasers and the music what? Uh, and like a whole wall like and then you'd go and sit in it and then you could like it was like a moving like picture of like random stuff that like it was a collage of things I, I, I have a video I could show you but strange but it was like that's the future and so the band got approached by somebody that the drummer met and uh, they were like we do NFTs, and we're like, make your music go to the next level, and we just really didn't understand what they meant, and it was like, you know, I think, like, Gary Vee talks about, should you invest in NFTs? I'm like, 100% you should. That's, like, the freaking future. I mean, we're going to put out digital album covers mm-hmm. one day and not even have to worry about literal paper, and if we can't make something look interactive, I mean, they might not want it. So it's like, still imagery is going to be stale soon. Yeah, and it's, kind of bouncing off what you were saying with the nfts and the and the album art and stuff now they're developing kind of a technology that create it's like a basically a shadow box that you would display kind of anything in like a baseball but it's completely digital so it looks like just a floating hologram of right whatever your nft is so you have it there forever it's a one of one right nobody can nobody else can get it and it's the technology behind it is absolutely crazy and i don't want to bore anybody with the science of blockchain but it's absolutely fantastic i'm definitely curious but i don't probably won't grasp it (laughs) but no it's actually pretty simple like i'm a stupid person like i've made a lot of dumb mistakes um but you know if you just kind of do your due diligence and research a little bit it's literally just a network of computers that talk to themselves and verify different you know moves hmm. i guess uh with the yeah i slightly dove into it and i like just to get what was going on before we even got to the meeting because mm-hmm. i was like i want to know <laughs> how to talk to these people because i was like if we're going to do a partnership with them and, and like come up with a concept and a, an idea and i don't know maybe it was like they listened to the music and saw some imagery in the lyrics and i was like okay like if you feel a type of way and you see something with the music like let's create like a one-of-a-kind type of thing and so he did have a section of the art gallery where it was like four NFTs and they didn't really do anything, but they kind of just like slightly augmented a little bit. And it was mm-hmm. just like, wow, that's all it is. Like, that's so cool though. But like, there it is though. That's what it is. And it's like, it was very unique, you know? And so people like Grimes, Dead Mouse, they've all done stuff. And like, I think Grimes ended up selling her six images for like Six million for tw- in twenty minutes or something like oh that. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but you know, thanks, Elon. You know, you know yeah. you're like, you're cool. You're rubbing elbows with him, and you know, all of a sudden you're instantly cooler. But I don't know. I'm not that I'm looking for the cash cow, but like, if that could just be one more, one more band that's involved with like the futuristic stuff, like, come on, let's do it. It sounds fun. Yeah, it's absolutely. something different. Definitely something different. There's if it could, of... like, pay for our entire tour. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be down. For sure, for sure. This tour is sponsored by NFT. <laughs> <laughs> the NFT. <laughs> All right, man. So we're creeping up on an hour. I don't know if you want to go longer. You got somewhere to be. Or, or uh, what's, what's kicking? You know, other than just, the, you know, obligations. <laughs> <laughs> Relationship obligations. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, nah, I feel feel you on that one because uh, i got to mm, go take the old pupper to the dog park Aww. but like, I don't want to I know my, he, he gets out he's in the ACL day and he gets out there and he's like dad I just want to sunbathe 
I'm like, okay, dude, I gotta get back to work. Like, come on, go to the bathroom. <laughs> go back. I'll and see you really, later. And then ten o'clock comes around, and you have a little crackhead running around. Yeah. How old, How old is your dog? He's like two. Two. Like a little. Yeah, our little guys actually turned one this weekend. Yeah, they're still puppies. <laughs> yeah, still little guys. Yeah, they love it. He's our my kid, you know. I don't have to have a real kid. I can just have him. To be honest, after <laughs> having like a dog of like on my own, I mean, obviously it's technically my girlfriend's dog, but obviously we all we both do our our parts. Uh, yeah, same. I'm like, you throw a human child on top of this shit and expect me to be a functioning human. <laughs> like I, I and claps don't for all know. the dads that can do that. Yeah, literally. Just, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold uh, on. I think we. Ah! <laughs> Right, but that's how I should have introed me. In. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I'm not too great with the soundboard. Hold on, I don't, I'm not even sure what all these are. I feel like I play them every time, and just... oh, that's your intro song. No, my intro song actually. <laughs> so I don't have an intro song, but last. But I can make that happen for you. No, <laughs> that would be absolutely sick, and of course I'd be interested. But last time uh, I had somebody in, he was like. My buddy that I played football with, and he's an oh, aerospace I heard it. engineer. You heard he was, it? And I was like, he was singing it. Yeah, he like I had him. It was like Wayne's World-ish. It was very Wayne's World. I was like, hey, man, that's cool. Yeah, and as soon as like we stopped recording, he's like, you're a piece of shit for that. Because <laughs> I totally set him up. Like, I didn't tell him anything. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, was, it was good. Very, very clippable moment. Hey, maybe you can turn that into something. Just, like, turn the, the funny part, and then we'll just put a little beat to it. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can clip that. Or whatever. or whatever, we'll just like redo it and make it a little more polished. Yeah, for sure. But also, like, I just want to get more, because I absolutely love music. Like, if I'm working or basically if I don't have to have significant attention on one thing, I'm going to be playing music. Nice. And I've always wanted to, like, get into it a little bit and uh, kind of figure it out. But once again, it's like, kind of programming is like kind of the future for like people that don't have any skill and like i'm in miami and i'm like doing the jam session like they have this 1976 like gretsch bass and i'm like that's so good it's like plucky rolling stones and my drummer's playing like there's like a roads there and like these rapper guys stand like oh here you you want the bass he's like oh no i can't play bass i gotta program it I'm like, that's so funny because I spent my whole life getting good at an instrument and then you can't even, I, I can't program. I can do GarageBand, but I'm like, you could probably program way faster than me, but like, I can actually play it. So it was just interesting. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's like, I feel like that's detrimental and another reason that your you guys' sound is so original is because you guys all do know how to play. And Yeah, there's still real guitar, there's still real drums, you're still really playing yeah. the bass, so... You'll, you'll never beat the like brain of a, a real musician because there's only so many samples out there and they're all going to like eventually blend together. Oh, that sounds like that Drake beat. And it's like, well, yeah, I bought it. Like Tom <laughs> McDonald bought a song from Eminem. And it's like, okay, you're not Eminem, but it's his production. And that's cool that you can like coin that. I think that's what our band's going to end up becoming is something like we create a sound that we can just hire on other singers or something. I don't know. Maybe not, but more like features, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So do you feel like, because I've, I feel like there's kind of a schism in the industry where you have those original artists like, like you guys are, and then people that just buy their shit from these big wig producers that 
kind of it's not even I mean, yeah, they have their process and yeah, they're they're creating, you know, good content, good art or whatever. But I don't know. It just seems like like uh I'll just throw them out there cuz somebody I know likes them a lot. Little Peep, he literally was buying his beats and he was just recording his music in his bedroom and then didn't even have to tour. He put on SoundCloud and then blew up and then they forced him into touring. Obviously, he didn't make it, but it's that easy. Even Billy Otters is like sitting there in a room and then they blow it on SoundCloud and then like Phineas is talking about how, oh, we got a thousand views on SoundCloud. Like, wow. And they felt so good about it. And then, they, you know, obviously look at her now. Yeah. But I mean, I think she can really sing, and like I know he she can really can. play. And that's honestly, have you heard her new single NDA? Yeah. What did you think about it? Uh, I don't know. I liked the scarier album better. Like I don't know. Me too. Yeah. It was too like it was too kind of. I don't want to say nonchalant. Too vanilla for me. Like yeah, she's. I want to hear more from her a little bit because she does have great vocals, and Dude, I'm like so good. Please belt that shit. Please just melt my eardrums and kill me. Like. <laughs> And that's what I'm not holding back. I'm just going full on rock mode. Like, even if the music's like a little more electronic, I still want. I was like, they're like, it's like electro punk or something, and I'm like, vapor punk. It's like vapory music, but like the vocals are still aggressive, and I think people still want to hear that. Like, they still want to feel like the singer's like the hero, quote mm. unquote, or something. I don't know. That's just where my vocals and my mindset is. So. One day I'll, uh, I'll I'll chill out or something, do some real soft stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel that. I mean, the soft stuff is nice though too, because I mean, for me, music is just an absolute mood. And like you were talking about energy earlier, and that's that's exactly how it is for me. Because sometimes, you know, if I'm at the gym, I want to get friggin' torqued and just mm-hmm. you know get in that mindset of. It's so dumb. I was thinking about the other day, like, why do I literally go into this place every day just to lift shit and put it down? Like, it seems so stupid. If you were just out there fielding your farm, you'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But they don't want to see it. Yeah, and I'm like, it made sense when I was playing football. I had, like, a reason to do this. Uh, But now I'm like, what's the point? You're going to be tubby forever. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's good for your mind. I mean, the Bob Marley mentality is to get up, smoke weed, play soccer, write lyrics. That's what he did. I was like, so I started meditating, doing a little yoga, going for a run, you know, eating something really healthy. And then like my mind was clear and I was ready to like, hey, be creative, do some hair, do some, do some lyrics. So it is still good for you. I just, the lunk and hunk stuff. It's kind of funny. Bro, you get swollen. I'm just like, I've never been attracted to that. And I'm just too skinny. I'll never, I, I finally gained a little bit. I was like 195 during COVID. I was like feeling like gross. So I was like, let's get back down to like some 180. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's just slim up a little bit. Dude, Pandy hit me hard. I was like, so I came out of football weighing like 315. So it's pretty much been pretty much two years now, but one year since the pandemic, obviously. And in that year, I lost probably 75 pounds wow. or something like that. And just then, from dieting or walking or dieting and super hardcore exercise. Cool. Uh, and then, you know, now I'm up back 40 pounds. Wow. So if you take your foot off the gas, it's going to bite you in the ass and that's well, exactly what happened. But it's all right. I'll survive. Well, we'd be a less 
big generation if we just all stop drinking. How about that? <laughs> Think about a cupcake. Every time you drink, it's a cupcake. <laughs> Literally, that blew my mind, especially with beer. Somebody beer, said it's like those, all those IPAs, all those little blueberry yes, sours. Da 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 da. Like, who knows how much sugar is in them? Oh, it's ridiculous. Like my buddy was drinking. He's such a weirdo. I love you, Monty. If you're listening, I know you're not listening, you asshole. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, he was sipping on some plum wine. And he was like, you want to try that? Try this? And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. So I took a little swig and obviously could not taste any alcohol. And I was like, dude, how many calories are in this bottle? And yeah. he's like, oh, 1,500. I was like, I was like, do you drink like one bottle in a sitting? And he's like, yeah, if I'm trying to, you know, get there. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. That's like a Big Mac meal and something else. Dude, yeah, Big yeah. Mac and some change. Yeah, so... That's pretty nasty. I don't know. I just started thinking about it that way. I mean, even though if I'm going to drink, I'm going to do something light, like a two-part, like vodka or something or whatever. But, yeah, it's <laughs> it's not good either way. What's your favorite? What's your what's your poison, though? Yeah. You mentioned uh, I've always loved whiskey, but I guess I've started going back to a lot of gin and tonics if I go to Iron Oak or I'll do... I like this last two summers ago was Sailor Jerry and pineapple. Dole, you got to use Dole pineapple though, mm-hmm. but Plantation rum's really good. So rum was really like the last two summers ago. I was smoking a lot of cigars and doing rum, but gin tonics pretty. I feel psychopathic. Like a lot of people shit on gin, and I'm Why? like, I'll put gin in Dr Pepper. Like I love gin. Yeah. It's that kind of a. What's the berry? It's like something berry that's in gin. Elderberry. No. No, I forget what it is. Anyway, uh, that gives it kind of that very floral. aromatic, aromatic, yeah, aromatic yeah. kind of floralness to it that I really, some, I really enjoy. You want some floral, you should try uh, chartreuse. Chartreuse? Oh, my God. It's like, it's like almost absinthe, but like different. Oh, is it, does it have that like licorice taste to it? Yeah, but it's got like 32 different floral scents. So really? yeah, it's kind of crazy. Make me vomit. I cannot do oh, like I the did anise two flavor. in one night, and I was literally like floating, and I don't even remember getting home. I was just like, again, you know, this, this is the poisoning our minds. Like, why do you think we can't remember while we're drunk? I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's real deal scary hour sometimes when I like, and it's on accident sometimes too. Like, I mean, it was on. Because <laughs> the last time it happened to me, I was actually kind of celebrating um, with my girlfriend's dad, and he he just like we all be, had like a couple beers or and everything, and uh, it, we were kind of like winding down the night. It was like nine o'clock, and he just you know tabled this bottle of Jack, and he's like, "You think we can get the job done?" I was like, "No, I'm, I, I don't know. It's so much work. What do you mean?" <laughs> and uh, so we just started like going shot for shot, and literally, the last thing I remember is like saying something to him, and then picking up the bottle, and it was empty, and I was like, "Holy smokes! Oh god, this isn't good!" And then I just woke up the next day, and I was like, "What? What happened?" And she was like, "Oh, I mean, you guys had like a great night. You were both obviously pretty hammered, but you know, you were nice to them. You, you got yeah. in the car." And then you tried to give me directions all the way home. Dang. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, that's not Backseat a good Taxi driver. Yeah. I used to do a bottle of tequila with Espelon. Me and my girlfriend would like half it. And it was just lime. No chill, just lime and shot. And like, I don't know. 
remember like getting so drunk that we ended up trying to let's go skateboard around downtown Cocoa Village and then like she'd pull me around in our scooter and we we make it all the way back home and then like you know what we don't have more booze let's go back out and I'm walking down the sidewalk and I'm just rolling my ankle and kicking it and my whole toe like the tip of it just like blood all of my sandals like Hey, let's go back. <laughs> I'm like, how do you skateboard wasted and then like get home and fall down walking? <laughs> so I like tequila, but it, tequila it just doesn't like hurts. me. No, tequila doesn't like anybody. <laughs> it's gonna get you someday, for sure. Yeah, it's dangerous. But like you were saying, taking shots of tequila, like I don't. Obviously, margaritas are fire, and you know yeah. tequila sunrise fantastic. But there's something about tequila shots. If you got, you know, that salt and lime and it's like actual good tequila, after a couple shots, you're like, wow. It's not bad. These are going down pretty easy. And that's when. And you don't get hangovers because it's gava. It's like, uh, it's supposed to be better. There's beneficial factors to, uh, if you look it up, I don't know, but it helps with a lot of stuff, apparently. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. I just remember the last time I experienced like actual. It probably wasn't just tequila, because was, it was like we were celebrating a birthday night, and she just turned 21, and I just turned 21, oh, so wow. it, it was like that kind of <laughs> shithead phase. Yeah, you guys are getting cray-cray. Oh, my God. I think the last sushi party I did was a uh, vodka, and we did the wasabi on the hand. So you lick the wasabi and then take the shot. That was interesting. Kind of like, it does it's like picklebacks. Like it just neutralizes stuff. But Picklebacks, I can't. But you burp, that. and then you get that little wasabi, like, ugh. Egg. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mm. did anyway, but I was like, what are we mixing? This is some crazy stuff. Yeah, a little much. Oh, yeah, and another people, it's another drink people make fun of me for is just, like, vodka and Diet Coke. I'm like, that's a... That's solid. That's pretty normal. That's my and Sunday then, morning. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> some waiter at the mansion made fun of me. He's like, wow, okay. And I was like, what is that? Do you guys, are you, like, out or something? He's like, no, usually... You know, women order that. And I was like, like, that's a girl drink. I was like, okay. And he's like, you know what the industry calls that? I was like, what? And he's like, a skinny black bitch. <laughs> like, Why would you say that <laughs> to a table of people? Like, no shade to that guy, no, but you know. No shame, apparently. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, didn't care at all. But, God, restaurants are just an interesting place. Have what you is just, your, oh yeah, since you're new to town, what is your spot? What do you like? To be honest, tracks. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. If anybody's from Melbourne, which probably five of you are, uh, tracks is a sweaty mosh pit of gropers. Not kidding. I've been groped At a lot. Points, yes. I've been groped a lot in that club. Uh, Men, women, whatever. Dude. It's all older women. Older women. I don't know what you it get is. Because that was daddy vibes, bro. Dude, I freaking guess. You look but, like uh, that actor. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's. A, I swear. To, ever since my first job, like old women have been very handsy. Yeah. I got groped as a busboy. I got groped on a cruise. Wow. Got groped. Obviously, it tracks a couple times. I got Therapy. a number if you need a therapist, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I might. I might. Um. Do you know, but yeah, uh, are you guys related type. to Josh Groban? I'm just kidding. Josh <laughs> Dude, I freaking wish. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pineapples is a good groping spot, too. Yeah, that, I mean, the rooftop is pretty cool, but 
uh that like club area bro it the, seems like the they, moon room dude last time we were there i swear the ac was broken if, uh, they, it, just sitting in that building it feels like somebody somebody was just breathing on you it's gross really good good food is some mangetsu and then i like uh coastal bites that's a beachy they coastal bites mm. that's right across this the uh salon i work at spot 902 come see me shout out <laughs> Yeah, for real. And you you guys have a dangerous bakery right next to you. Oh, Jacqueline's is a jam. Oh, my God. Give me diabetes. Yeah, I know. They got some good stuff. Dude, all their pastries and stuff. Oh, my God. I got to stop talking. I'm trying to lose weight. (laughs) Oh, All right, man. What you say we wrap it up? We got hour 15. You are officially the longest podcast. Ah, sorry. No, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Is it? Yeah, what are you talking about? Hey, that they, means it was more engaging What did Joe Rogan ones go for three hours? I think he hey, just like... Fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah. Just kidding. He's actually a funny Would guy. Would they say right? now they can't cancel him? He's they like he's too famous to get canceled or something. I'm like, what, why do you want to get rid of him? He's like literally like our only person that we can listen to that like <laughs> says real stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so many people, like even my girlfriend, and I can say this because she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> But she, like, hates the dude, and, I mean, yeah, uh, I guess he doesn't say everything that you want to hear, but a lot of stuff he does say makes makes some sense. And he brings a lot of really interesting guests to the table, like politicians and shit. He's not, you know, one lane. He wants anybody and everybody who's yeah, got something Yeah, he's got Miley, he's had Post, he's yeah. had Elon, he's had random he's had super smart people there. Tulsi Gabbard, Dan Crenshaw, you know... A bunch of different scientists and, and just freaks of nature and it's interesting content. I don't hear, I don't care who you are. You're gonna want to listen to at least one of his episodes and that's sure. where you know kind of the genius comes in and how at this point you know can't be canceled, which is very interesting. I just saw that on something. I don't remember, but I don't care. I don't know, but apparently he's got beef with Spotify now. Mm, so that's what it is. Mm, well, maybe. he can't create his own. Streaming site, can he? Oh, he definitely could. As wealthy as that man is, he doesn't. I mean, he owns his YouTube channel. I guess he could stay with that. Bro, just his YouTube channel alone is like generational wealth. That's absolutely crazy to think about. That some of these people are creating generational wealth just by doing shit on YouTube. Not that I want to like say this on here, but what is your layman's terms? What are you guys gonna do? Like a both, all of it, everything. Um, like with YouTube and like Spotify and stuff like that, is that we're talking about? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. So actually, I definitely want to expand into YouTube because I feel like, you know, you can only get so much from, you know, audio and eventually I want to incorporate some stuff that would be more fun for the guests and more interactive. And so I feel like to kind of, you know, have that be quality content, we would need a camera in the room. Yeah. Uh, and it would just be fun, man. Like, some of the shit that one, I want to do. One more thing to edit, but at the same time, it's more content. It's just easier to pass around. Then you can... I've just learned a lot just doing doing this band thing, be, putting out snippets and stuff. It's, like, crazy, like, how much people... Like, we did, a, like, a YouTube short, and it blew up overnight, like, 2,000 views. And it was, like, 15 seconds. And I'm just like, kind of cool. Some people are commenting on it, like, oh, what is this? Is this, like, what is this? this is not... Music video. Oh, the whole video's coming next week, dude. Chill out. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a short already people getting troll attention. on us, but hey, like, 
it's just crazy how fast everything moves nowadays, and there's no reason you shouldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, I I want the trolls. Literally every yeah. after every episode. Actually, we'll just do it right now because okay. you know we're getting to that point. Because uh, I I do have to get home and make dinner. Let's actually. do it. Um. Yeah. So. If we said anything during this podcast that possibly upset you or intrigued you and you want to know more or learn more or have a question for Nikki or I, uh, obviously send your questions to the layman's term email, layman's terms, 21 at gmail.com. Uh, give us that smoke. If you got some shit to say, <laughs> say it because we will clap back. We are not scared over here basically because... Nobody listens, and no, I'm kidding. Uh, hey, mom, but you know, shoot, shoot your shot, and uh, get clapped back. We'll see. But anyway, once again, Nikki, thank you so much for coming on. Thank this was you. actually a lot of fun. Right on, man. Thank uh, you. I love getting it. into it. Uh, you got anything else you want to plug before we go? Kind of give everybody a band name again instagram yeah so when the you band guys names, are be dropping soon the heavens um hvnz that we got our two music videos on uh, youtube and then we're on spotify apple music iHeartRadio, every stupid one out there you <laughs> know uh tiktok and all that crap and uh i just got a little text earlier so we got another song <laughs> i got a mix right here so we'll you know, there's another one on the way, people. That's all I gotta say. Fucking say. Stay tuned for Nikki Blades and well, okay, not stay tuned here, but like obviously just pay attention <laughs> yeah. in the respective channels. Heck yes. All right, until next time. Later. <laughs>